Welcome to the bargain did. We're jumping right in today. Are you ready? Let's you go. You repeated what I said. You're making double backs now. We were starting in quick. It was hot. It was fresh. <laughs> it was a new take. Anyway, this take is the bargain. Take two. Nope, same take. We're still on it. That's <laughs> how it works. Welcome to the bargain den. I'm Brandon. I'm Donna. Now this is a new take, right? No, it's just the third take. This oh. is part three of the new take, of the one take, the first take. Okay. This is The Bargain Den. It's a weekly financial advice podcast where we watch movies um, from a variety of different places and we watch them for their frugality. We try to decide, are they frugal or not? Do they embody what it means to be a bargain movie? And do they embody the box ghost? Do they embody the box ghost from Danny Phantom, that Nickelodeon cartoon? That's what we're doing this week. Did you write your full report like I asked? Danny Phantom. That doesn't sound... Did you write your full full report on Danny Phantom? Absolutely. Ten pages. All right. And who was the creator of Danny Phantom? Mr. Phantom. Mm -hmm. All right. Can't argue with that one. Sounds like you're good. Um... So that's what we do here, um, and in them talking about the movie, we're going to spoil it, because uh, that's what we do. We spoil the movies. Uh, they've, they've, they're old at this point, for the most part, so just, you know, get over it. And <laughs> uh, But we're going to, that's going to be the first half. One of us is going to break down the movie based on the last episode. It switches back and forth. It's my turn this week. It's episode 51. Oh my gosh, I get to do episode 52. That's, that's for those that ah! don't know. That's Donna's favorite number. It's my favorite number. I'm doing episode 51, and uh, we, <laughs> we we like to do things around here. We change things up a bit, so we're going on another little side adventure from the pile of bargain bin movies, bargain bin movies we have yet to watch. Mm-hmm. Taking a side quest um, into the world of espionage. An almost biographical account of a man of mystery. A very, very high important man of mystery. Probably one of the world's most famous spies. Some would call him a secret agent man. Some would call him a secret agent man. We are, of course, talking about Austin Powers. Yeah, baby! I didn't even have to ask. I got it. That was... I'm really upset with myself. I laughed really hard. Can you please give me yours so I feel better? Can I get another one and then I'll... (laughs) I'll be... God damn it! I hate it so much! I hate it! I hate it! I'm so mad! Oh my god! No, it was good! I'm the one with the earbuds in. Mm. I heard it. It was good. <laughs> yeah, baby. You did that's, so that's much. That's all right. That was fine. perfect. Uh, uh, we watched Austin Powers. Oh my God, I can't. Just starting <laughs> it is upsetting me. Sounds a little bit. You're just a little in pain. <laughs> oh man. I can't. I just. I'm already upset. <laughs> the moment I start, I think, I think the thing I don't is, like it. I think it's because of that. But the, you do sound as though like somebody ran up to you in the street and they're like, "Here's five dollars. Give me an Austin Austin Powers uh, impersonation." Groovy, baby. Oh, you're groovy, baby. That's not my <laughs> bag. 
Ugh. I didn't like mine, if that makes you feel Yours anyway. was fantastic. It's all right. I'm going to go practice this all day. I do. If, I mean, if I was up late in the night and I just. Yeah, baby. God, I hate it so much. <laughs> I think it's because when you started, it sounds like you're about to say yes. Yes. Yes, baby. That's not my bag. <laughs> huh. Okay. All right. Uh, moving right along. Moving right along. I'm so upset. Don't be upset. I love it. I just want to do it well. If I just again, I would absolutely love if oh, I, I was woken up in the middle of the night to you in another room facing a mirror, and you're just like, "Yo, what a shag!" Like, <laughs> <laughs> now give me another good one to go out on. Uh, well, yeah, we got plenty of time in this. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, so yeah, we're gonna spoil Austin Powers if you haven't seen it. Um, which when did the first one come out? I was actually 1997. I, 97. I couldn't remember if. International Man of Mystery or uh, The Spy of Shagmi came first. And it was The International Man of Mystery. So that's what we watched. We're going to spoil it. Here we go. Austin Powers is about Austin Powers, played by Mike Myers, who also wrote this movie. And it was at the height of Mike Myers' Mike Myers-ness. Um, <laughs> and he is a spy from the 60s in England, and he is the ladies' man. And everybody in England, every woman in England wants him, and every man wants to be him. Um, and his greatest enemy on the planet is Dr. Evil. And Dr. Evil is also played by <laughs> Mike Myers. I, like, I remember these movies for Mike Myers playing a bunch of people. He just played two people. <laughs> I actually didn't know that he played both of them until this time around, so. Oh. <laughs> well, you learn something. There you go. Um, but yeah, for some reason, I mean, I know he plays other people in other ones, but like in this one, I just thought there was more but he was just two people he didn't do like a full like eddie murphy kind of thing anyway um he's fighting dr evil in the 60s when he dr evil sends himself into space and freezes himself so austin powers has himself frozen so that with the day that uh dr evil were to turn return austin powers would be ready and that happened to be in 97 and uh so it was like 30 years that had gone by they unfreeze austin because Dr. Evil is returned, and he's back up to his evil ways. So Austin Powers gets partnered with um, the daughter of his old partner, Kinsing, Kinsey, what was it? Kensington. Yeah. 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 Vanessa Kensington is who he gets partnered with. One of the jokes I just missed when I was a kid watching these was the... Um, the Intel guy who would always come on the screen for the James Bond movies. In this movie, he's Basil Exposition. And that's the funniest shit. I lost it watching it when we were watching it because it's just perfect. Anyway, so um, moving along. Unfreeze, it's the 90s. Vanessa is working to acclimate Austin Powers to the 90s. They're basically gathering intel on where Dr. Evil is and what his plans are, which his plans end up being that he's going to drill a hole into the earth and drop a nuclear warhead into it and um, blow it up. And you almost sounded like you were slipping into Dr. Evil there. I was getting there. I was just working on it. Going to drop a nuclear warhead into the earth. That was very good. You're so good at this. Did you want some freaking laser beams on some sharks? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I used to watch these movies. Like nobody's business. Um... <laughs> Anyway, I mean, that's, I mean, that's pretty much, I mean, there's a love story between Vanessa and Austin where 
she, of course, can't stand his shagadelic ways, <laughs> um, but then falls madly in love with him. Which is funny. One thing I've seen circulating on the internet recently about Austin Powers is there's a scene where Vanessa gets really drunk and starts to come on to Austin. And Austin says, no, you're drunk, baby. I can't do that. That was not good. That, was <laughs> that made little... me feel a little better about mine, Good, though. good. Yeah, I can't. Apparently, I can't whisper the Austin Powers voice. But anyway, <laughs> basically, he realizes she can't consent because she's drunk. And there's a meme around, like, oh, even the man who wants to have sex with more women on the planet than anybody understands you can't have sex. Mm-hmm. It made me think that, like, maybe on a rewatch of this, he's not as, like sex crazed as you think he might be nah he's pretty sex crazed like <laughs> he still did some stuff that was more okay in the 90s than uh <laughs> we today but those made me laugh about that anyway dr evil starts convincing his plans and austin goes and stops him with the help of vanessa because they got into an argument but they made up and that vanessa and uh austin get married and dr evil shoots himself back into space Hooray! Hooray! Austin Powers, The International Man of Mystery, 1997. Yeah, baby! Ugh, it's so good. How Sorry. do you... What are you saying, Vanessa? Maybe I just need to get into a British That's accent That's not my first. bag, baby. <laughs> you do it so well. Sorry. Anyway. Well, thank you for that. Maybe there'll be more Austin Powers impressions in the clearance aisle. And we're back. Okay. Yeah, baby. We are back. Austin Powers. International Man of Mystery. Um, I didn't think about this while we were in the clearance aisle. <laughs> you should have. That's what we were doing. That's what it's always, that's why it's in between the two. Well, I'm going to say, uh, not frugal, cryogenically freezing people like that. That's, uh... I assume that's pretty dang expensive. Couldn't you just train another spy? No. That's ludicrous. No one can defeat <laughs> Dr. Evil like Austin Powers. I'm going to say frugal, because instead of wasting the rest of his life, he immediately went and froze himself so he could wait to the moment he was most useful. Frugal. Okay. All right. It's private jet. Not as frugal. Okay. Yeah, that is fair. Private jet, super not frugal. Yeah, it had a rotating round bed in it. And um, I'll just go ahead and say his whole style, not very frugal. And as time goes on, less frugal because it's outdated and harder to get. He's always stuck in the 60s, baby. (laughs) But then is it more frugal because you can go to the thrift store? Like, it looks like a thrift store outfit. Yeah, he is kind of rocking the pre-Macklemore-Macklemore going on. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know, but it's just, it's, it's a good style is the thing. He's mm. got, it's not just randomly hodgepodge together. Right. That blue They're very and, specific. Yeah. That blue and black striped suit. Mm. I would wear <laughs> it. I would love it. I wish my life, man, I wish my life was more fashionable. I hate to get real here on the podcast, but I wish I was more fashionable. You know what, Brandon? If I was on MTV's made, it'd be, I wish I could be made more fashionable. Mm. I think you're fashionable. I just don't have it in me, man. It sucks being a dude. Like, Austin Powers <laughs> is a point of, like, I, I'm i probably way out of my depth because I know nothing about fashion. But it's a point of inspiration when it comes to fashion. Damn, he looks fly. I mean, tone it down, like, a little bit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't need a male symbol around my neck. 
Um, yeah. So that's just my two cents. I would say is overall it's not frugal. I I have to agree. Like all the ruffles and stuff. I mean, that's it's a little over the top, a little more expensive, hard to find anymore. I feel like this movie did have some really nice uh, lessons. I mean, there was... <laughs> what was the lesson at the end when he was arguing with... Oh, Dr. Evil. It was really, really kind of poignant in a weird way when he was like... Dr. Evil was trying to convince Austin Powers that um, the world... He should say to hell with it and kill the world off because maybe the world no longer accepts his free-loving and wild spirit that he once was in the 60s that all the hip hippies liked at the time and and he makes a point back at him that it was just about freedom and if we knew what are the consequences of our actions we would have thought about it differently but we didn't we were just all in freedom baby <laughs> and uh, it's kind of like a little sweet moment austin powers it was weird <laughs> i don't remember that yeah i remember one random shining moment of like morality and... right i feel like like Whenever, like, like I don't want to get all Andy Rooney, but, like, the comedies of, like, the 90s and before that, they still had, like, a sense of morality. And, like, I don't know, I, like, original concepts, like, their first go-around seem to have, like, a bone of morality that's not just a classic cliche story. Mm. Like, even if you think, can you think about, like, Pineapple Express, this is a super dumb movie, but have you seen Pineapple Express? Mm-hmm. Okay. It's been a minute. I was going to say, yeah, we're going to spoil a little bit of Pineapple Express apparently. But just there was like a lesson of like what it means to be friends and like have friends in your life, you know, in that mm-hmm. kind of way. Um, and I don't feel like many of the Apatow or Seth Rogen movies after that had, I could be wrong, but like there didn't seem to be like a big lesson in Neighbors. Hmm. I don't think Grown Ups had quite a lesson. I have not seen Grown Ups, actually. It's okay. Anyway, um, I would say it was frugal with the life lessons it gave out. Okay. Austin Powers, not all, um, but I might take that back because not all the life lessons that Austin Powers gives out are good. Well, and I don't know how you judge the frugality of that, but I will say frugal when Austin Powers and Vanessa are trapped Getting lowered into the pool of <laughs> sea bass, of sea bass, a vicious sea bass. Yeah, they uh, they manage to escape with common households um, dental hygiene floss, as floss call it. and toothpaste. Mm-hmm. So pretty cheap, no fancy, expensive spy equipment. That was probably like four or five bucks worth of just dental hygiene products. It's true, Doctor Evil, not frugal. Mm, true. Seeing a little ridiculous over the top. And he's got no, like, barometer in money. He was he was asking initially for a million dollars. And in 1997, it was like, ha, 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 that's nothing. So he asked for a hundred billion dollars. And that was a lot. Which is kind of funny because now it's like, well, a hundred billion is still a lot. But, like, at the same time, it's like, meh. Somebody could probably fork that over. And save the planet. What's weird to me is I feel like a million in 67 would still not be that much. Yeah. Like, it wouldn't be the equivalent of a hundred billion in 97. Yeah. That was um, just weird. Uh, yeah, Dr. Evil has no concept of money. True. So. But then again, he's only just after evil things. Like, he true. doesn't care. No, he just wanted some 
freaking laser beams on some sharks. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll vote frugal. I'd say it's more frugal than not frugal. I have to agree. I think we have, that's so, this is weird. Yeah, watch Austin Putting Powers. Putting Austin Powers in the frugal bin, but International Man of Mystery, frugal. Yeah. All right. Do you want to thank some people? I'd love to. Well, first, I want to thank you for listening. You're pretty awesome. You know what? Our listeners are pretty cool, too. But thanks for listening to me, Brandon. It's really sweet that you do that. <laughs> no, thank thank you, listener who's listening to our podcast. Um, thank you to the Lounge Kittens for letting us use their cover of Dirty Deeds uh, for our intro, mid-reel, and outro. Thank you to Sarah Anastasia for our super cute cover art. She made that herself. And okay, hold on. We she asked, made it herself. Stop it. <laughs> she made it for us. It makes it sound as like we're like, she actually made something. She's a well, very talented artist. And yeah. She made it. She handmade it. It's really cool. It's just really sweet. Obviously, we asked her. She didn't just go out and do it. I just, it's just. I feel like you don't need to put like a clarifier on it. She made it. She made it. Thanks, Sarah. She she made it by hand. By hand. Comparative to what else she makes. It's not by hand. No. She made it because we asked her to. There's just something really personal to me about like making something by hand on paper versus like on the computer. You can still make really awesome stuff on the computer and still be personal. I'm just going to stop now. Okay. Thank you, Sarah Anastasia. Hey, do you need this rope up here from the hole you yes, dug yourself please, in? Yes, please. Please. Bail me out. Oh, do we have any um, new reviews or who's the bargainer? No, it's still the one tenth. One tenth of ten percent. Ten percent of one per. Uh, just about it. Let's <laughs> do fractions and ratios and percent. One tenth of one percent. Thank All you. Right. Thank you. One tenth of one percent. Someone kick them off their throne. Please. Someone dethrone one tenth of one percent. Please, someone dethrone the one tenth of one percent. Think about it. You could probably put that on a resume if you did that. Like, <laughs> oh, I overthrew one tenth. The t- one. The tenth of one percent. One tenth of ten percent. A.K.A. the Bargainer. Yes. If you want to become our next Bargainer, it's as easy as going to iTunes, scrolling down to the five stars, hitting that fifth star, and then leaving a review. Yep, it's that easy. And if my mom could do it, you could do it too. Zing. Wow, way to zing your mom. (laughs) I love you, mommy. (laughs) Brandon's now writing on a post-it note. Yeah, that means it's the end of the show. So it's the end of the show. What does it say? Well, thank you everybody for listening. I that's what I started with this time. Oh, I know, but yeah. I'm just this signing off. Oh, okay. You ready? Yeah. Boom, what's the post-it note say? Shack? Yeah. I thought you'd read it as shag and then I'd be like, nah, it's Shaq, fool. <laughs> basketball. <laughs> basketball, Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> Get it? Um, yep. I'm Brandon. I'm Donna. Pinch those pennies. Damn, I missed. Stay frugal.